It's a joyous time. It's an exciting time. Mary and Joseph are engaged to be married. They've shared the news with their families. They've made it Facebook official. They've lined up all of their bridesmaids and their groomsmen. They've gotten to play with the little scanner at Target as they've registered. They were just about to have pictures made when Joseph finds out Mary's pregnant. And he knows it's not his. What a punch in the gut. Completely blindsided. He loved her so much. He's confused, he's hurt, he's embarrassed. He's wondering why she didn't feel the same for him that he feels for her. Being a good person, Joseph decides he's going to choose the most honorable way that he has to break off their engagement. No added drama. No pointing fingers and extra blame. Nothing big in the spotlight. And poor Mary. Mary's starting to freak out. She trusted the angel Gabriel when he came and said all of these great things. She trusted her heart, her gut, that Holy Spirit that's within her saying, let it be with me. But now she's starting to think, maybe I made the wrong choice. Maybe I shouldn't have agreed to this. Does Gabriel know how hard it is for a single lady to make it in this man's world? Does he have any idea how much harder it is when you're a single mother? The shame, the disgrace that she'll face every day in every face that will see hers. Every glance, every eye look. Mary, what have you gotten yourself into is what she's thinking. Neither Mary nor Joseph had planned on any of this happening. It's like on Christmas morning when you wake up and you think, okay, we've made it to Christmas. Let's put on the turkey. Let's let the kids open their gifts. Only you wake up to still a partially frozen turkey. The kids find that there are pieces missing and you have the wrong size batteries. And what makes it that much worse is that the dog has eaten the breakfast casserole. You picked the wrong size gift for your mother-in-law and your spouse just broke the gift that you've been waiting months to give them. Things don't always go the way we expect them to go. Sometimes we need to see a different way. Each of us 
has had the words and actions of others change the way we did something. You see someone else camping next to you when you're on vacation and they have a better setup than you do. So when they're not out there, you snap a picture so that the next time you go camping, you steal their setup and have your setup much better the next time. You see someone eating a cupcake and they peel off the wrapper. You see them break off the bottom, put it on the top, squish it together like a sandwich and start eating it. No frosting ever gets on their nose. And you think, next time I eat a cupcake, that's how I'm going to do it. Sometimes we just need to see a different way of doing things to know that it's okay to do things differently, that it's okay that it didn't look the way we thought it should look in our heads, that we're not going to ruin Christmas if there's no turkey, that it won't be the end of the world if our spouse or our kids don't end up with the favorite present that they really wanted. To keep us from fear or worry, we need to know there's another way. In life, strange, unexpected things happen. Toys break, foods burn, tears flow, hearts break, voices yell, Tempers sometimes rage. The unexpected happens. Mary is suddenly with child. The unexpected has happened. And someone bearing a message of Christ comes along with feathers and shows Joseph another way. That life can go on even if it wasn't planned this way. That life doesn't have to be Martha Stewart perfect. That life is about a whole lot more. To show us the reason why we need a savior in the first place. This season that we're in, this season we're waiting for a savior to be born. And this is why, so that we know that there's a different way, that things don't fall apart and break the moment we think it's doom and gloom, the moment the fear and worry and anxiety sets in. We need that message of another way. We need the reminder of what our purpose in life is. For Joseph, the angel shows him this other way, a new way, and gave him a purpose for his life. This season, we may not question why we're getting a savior or if we really need a savior. But instead, let us envision new ways of fulfilling our purpose on earth so that our time spent enjoying life 
instead of worrying about not attaining to a future that may never come true. So Joseph, after listening to God's message, hears inside this message something very special, something very important, that he's to name the child. Now, this is a big deal because their custom was only the father could name the child. And so in naming Jesus, Joseph is acknowledging that Jesus is his son, adopting him as his own and legally giving him David's ancestry. Joseph is accepting this new way that looks a little different because he's not going to let it get him down. He's going to have hope and allow himself enough peace to experience this joy. Listening to God's message gives us new ways. The unexpected is going to happen. You could get a flat tire today and somebody could pull up alongside you that doesn't look like someone you would want to accept help from. And yet you're going to allow yourself to accept their help. And accept that gift in a different way. Or you could be driving alongside the interstate today and see someone else with a flat tire that doesn't look like someone you would normally help. And yet you pull over and you help them. Because that's the message of Christ. The unexpected happens. It's all around us. Marsha McPhee says, Worry is the illusion that we can somehow prevent tomorrow's heartache. I'm going to say that again. Worry is the illusion that we can somehow prevent tomorrow's heartache. When we live in worry... We live not in the present, but our minds keep tending to this unknown future. We often miss out on the joy of what's occurring right now and miss the opportunities to be fully present with others, with our attention and our support. And then when we're robbed of that joy, we're less likely to continue to spread joy. Be present. Allow yourself to have joy. This morning in our children's Sunday school class, we were talking about how come the joy candle is a different color. And I couldn't find it on my little Google search on my phone. 
And we started talking about why joy's a little different than hope or peace or love. And I said, you know, I think joy's harder for adults than it is for you kids. And one of the kids said, how come? And I said, I think it's because we have fear and worry. We've paid all of our bills this month and we're excited, but we don't want to rejoice and celebrate because what happens if a storm comes and we need a new roof tomorrow? We're always too afraid to rejoice and celebrate when in reality we should be celebrating a lot. Today's a Rita Rudd's birthday. We should be celebrating that. <laughs> Today, we all woke up this morning. We should be celebrating that. We're all able to join here and to gather around this table as equals. Called God's beloved. We should celebrate that. We should find reasons to be able to celebrate and rejoice with each other every time we see each other without allowing our worries and our fears to get the best of us. Because joy is something that should not be suppressed. Our joy should be living like Christ through us. What's standing in the way of your joy? Allow God's message to show through you. Dare to listen to the messages of God. Dare to worry less about having that picture-perfect Hallmark Christmas. Dare to have more joy, more moments where you live for something more meaningful than a life that looks tidy and neat from the outside. For a savior we're waiting for is a good reason to rejoice. Amen? Amen. Amen.